Hello, everyone, and welcome to part two of our streaming services episode. If you haven't listened to part one, uh, it would be uh, probably best to go back and listen to that before you listen to this one. Uh, again, uh, we apologize for the delay. We did have uh, people calling in on this episode, so uh, towards the end, we did have a little bit of a delay. Uh, but otherwise, again, really good content, uh, diving into a couple other streaming services. So enjoy. I just want to I just want to reiterate the fact that, like, Abby, first of all, you don't have anything to apologize for. Second of all, what you just did as far as the history and that timeline really laid the groundwork for the rest of us. And I mean, and we and don't have to not, do anything. And, now, and that's so not yeah. me trying to cover myself for the lack of research and exhaustive um, uh, Reddit uh, threads that I went on. It's it's legitimately complimenting you and and highlighting the fact that what you brought to this conversation was necessary. Honestly, I didn't know I didn't know three quarters of that stuff. I mean, it's and it was it's interesting information to be honest. I, I kid you not, you guys are the nicest people because literally I've lost friends over my uh, obsessive uh, researching. So thank well, you. We're not going to talk after this. Let's be yeah. clear. Well, yeah, we don't talk to you that often. So <laughs> I, I also I also want to just point out that like this isn't going to be a part one and part two. It's going to be Monty and Mickey's episode Netflix. The and Abby. Then, and then the rest. The, the, the next part is going to be streaming services. Like like we're going to cover Netflix in one episode. No, no, Monty and Mickey, the sitcom. You're yes. welcome. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So all, all that being said, thank you, Abby, for that. That yeah. definitely uh, laid the groundwork. It, it made. Um, our job easier and it also just helps set the stage for the remaining uh for the one minute of of stuff we're all gonna share hulu is a thing that you watch tv i I think you have to start off with hulu has live sports (laughs) exactly that's all on to you yeah suck it netflix thanks baker (laughs) oh god i'm so sick of that commercial Okay, without further ado, with a lot of further ado, you covered Hulu. Yeah. Oh. So, um, Hulu has live sports. <laughs> okay, the, I got 30 seconds worth of and, time. And uh, Ryan, you, you good? Uh, so. So, so Hulu was established on October 29th, 2007. Uh, originally, it was free and supported by ads. Mm. Um, subscription option came into effect in 2010. Uh, it starts currently. It starts at 5.99 per month or 11.99 per month for no ads. Uh, the basic with live TV at 54.99 per month or premium and live TV is 69, $60.99 per month. Also, you can get it for free with Sprint's Unlimited Freedom Plan. Um, some of the popular movies are Trolls World Tour, Percy Jackson and Olympians, The Expendables, and some of their original uh, content from Hulu is Books of Blood, The Binge, Bad Hair, Pilgrim. I can't even read my writing. Who puts I've seen this Pilgrim. crap here? Oh, it's pretty, it looks pretty good. <laughs> Little Monsters, <laughs> Down the Body, uh, Beaming band, and then a show called Batman and Bill. Are you just making up words? I know, I'm just throwing words together, trying to do it as fast as I can. 
There's a show called Batman and Bill on there, though. If what podcasting doesn't work out for you, I think there's a couple exclaimers <laughs> at the end of medication that they could use. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Or <laughs> some cattle that needs to be auctioned off. Bleeding from the anus. <laughs> oh, and, and then some of my favorite shows are Letter Kenny, Bob Ross, Joy of Painting, The Orville, and then Flea Market Flip. So yeah. that's me. I'm done. And nice follow up to Abby, huh? The the uh, the uh, peanut gallery over here. My wife just included Ped fifteen, Pen fifteen. Yes, yes. So, oh, sure. That sounds. What the hell is it? Handmaid's Tale. It's a Hulu original. Oh, Handmaid's Tale. Yep. It's yeah, very one. much a comedy. It's worth checking out. Handmaid's so, Tale is hardly a comedy, Abby. No. <laughs> Pen fifteen. I don't the only woman here, so if I call it a comedy, it's a comedy. <laughs> my dad, you know, my dad always said, in life, you either laugh or cry, so we're doing we a little of both laugh. tonight. We die uh, like kings, Monty. We die like kings. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said cry, not die. Yeah, jeez. you either laugh or cry, not laugh or die. It's not... It's not that high stakes. We're still going by the force rules. It's always high stakes. Oh, good lord. I didn't know this show was going to kill us. Wow. So, I'm sorry. Um, I just want to take a step back. Again, um, so so I, we, and I'm going to talk about specifically one of the things that Mickey talked about for Hulu. The whole um, 30 seconds that I auctioneered <laughs> off. Everything I said. Um, but uh, who... Who has access to Hulu besides Mickey and myself? Ryan, do you? I do, as well as Baker Mayfield. <laughs> and, and Odell Beckham? Who's the other guy? I can't remember. Oh, God. Okay. I no, it was uh, Saquon Barkley. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> With his head on another man's body. Yeah. Not looking right again, again, not as creepy as you're, you're picturing right now. Yeah. Not as creepy as it sounds. Um, I'm sure everyone's seen the commercial a thousand times. Abby, too did, many times. <laughs> oh man, do you, do you have Hulu currently, or we do not? But I will okay. say we've been in discussions because of the ability to watch TV shows a lot sooner. Hulu really does fill again a niche gap there, right. and that they do offer those those shows, or it's like I didn't get to see it on the day it aired. I can watch it on Hulu. So we we really have been considering it. And I'd say that's a good reason to look into Hulu. If you have like a weird shift where I do, like you work at the hospital, you work 12-hour shifts, you don't get to watch the weekly shows. Hulu might be your best friend. Or just a normal person with a life that, you know, spawned the the need for services like TiVo. I mean, right. let's let's be honest about that, and, and and I guess that would be the differentiation. I would like to like to draw the hard line in the sand. Like, yes, Netflix shows, TV shows, right? Yep. That I think that I think that we would all like. Nobody would argue with the fact that Netflix is a very good resource for that. But I had this discussion with my wife because, like, for example, The Bachelor and I and Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see. Crazy. I see. Manali, Manali, What's, what's the word? Maniacally, Maniacally turns in Manaka, her, her chair Manaka, and Manaka. looks at us. <laughs> We've gone the, off the rails. The fact that, yes, so Hulu's big um, claim to fame or like draw is that they they have a streaming service that provides these TV shows like a day after they air yeah, live. right away, yeah. Yes. So, 
you're you're you get the benefit of like you don't need to have a cable subscription to watch like for example the bachelor or bachelorette it's almost so, like on demand for like Dish yes. or cable or one of those yes things. so i would say that hulu is heavily invested and in, aligned themselves with these networks to provide this hey people are still going to want to watch this live but we will we will pay for your content in order to we'll, we'll wait 24 hours and then we'll we'll air it or just air, air it i don't even know what's the term stream it we'll stream it, stream it yeah. you know well, but that's the thing like right they offer an extended deadline for you to view this content that's not available anywhere else so hulu is really fulfilling a need it's mm-hmm. it's a great service i don't well, they all have their own niche, i think they do. Yeah. and i go back to the you know we talked about the whole like tiger king thing and people like 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 I didn't go to the you know local watering hole to talk to Mickey and you know Ryan because let's face it Abby wasn't allowed at that point to, <laughs> to enter unless she was a um, lady of the night. But but what I was going to say, but but what I was going to say is that water cooler talk, right? So nobody wants to be left out of the conversation, and I think that. Just in a broader sense, Hulu and Netflix and these, these, like it used to be, there used to be a time that anybody could get pick up the three or four main channels that were coming over the rabbit ears, and they could watch it. And you were sitting in front of your TV watching it live. I was making musket balls. I don't want. (laughs) I don't want to be the guy. I don't want to be the guy that's like, hey. Did you watch Stranger? Th- Did you watch the latest episode of Stranger Things? Did you watch? You don't want FOMO. You know <laughs> what's that? FOMO. You don't want that fear of missing out. Oh, fear of yeah. But that's what. But that's what I'm getting at is like I think that Hulu really allows for people to not feel as because like okay, I'm gonna give you guys all a couple seconds to make fun of me for this. All right. Maybe you won't make fun of me. <laughs> But I remember watching a little-known TV show called The O.C. <laughs> with, with, yes. with, and again, it doesn't, it isn't as creepy as it sounds when I say this. Wait, with, how were you watching it? With my time? mom. Oh. Fully clothed, right? And <laughs> Fully clothed. We would watch it. But Netflix we would and watch, chill? We would watch it live. <laughs> Shut the F up. <laughs> Not Netflix and chill. With no, not with my mom. But I think it was. I think it was on. near each other. It was. It was on Fox or something. And my mom and I would watch yep. this live when I was in high school. And so, and so, but I I keep coming back to this as how important and how like revolutionary it is that you can watch this on demand is the fact that my mom and I like, you know, f homework because. The OC's on tonight. We're gonna watch it. I don't have. It's on at eight o'clock tonight. Like, mom, put the dishes down. We need to watch the OC. So I guess that that is what I I guess I want to you know further kind of build on with with Hulu is the fact that like you can do that and it and allows like a a both and like there is movies, there is original content, but. You can also watch these network TV shows. I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't really appreciate or like Netflix or uh, Hulu as much until we got it. And now it's, we pretty much ride Hulu. Like, 
it's it's got so much more for movies and then to be able to keep up with content or uh, current shows like I, right. I like it way more than i ever would have expected i would well and it's half the price like i pay like 125 for dish it's half the price if you're getting the yeah. premium per month and you don't even it's need the premium cheap. no exactly you because yeah. there's like ads there's so and that's what i was going to say is that i might have already said this is that I, yeah our uh, my wife and i got the higher level of hulu so we could watch live, live sports TV, yeah that's why I would. That, so we can watch so, the, the Packers games. Yeah, that's why. I would. Because we're talking generally streaming, I just like to add that although you get the benefit of watching it on your TV, so last year I think it was a Verizon exclusive. But I used to watch uh, NFL games. That's that's my sport, so I can't speak to the, the broader sports category. But I used to just watch it on my phone, and yeah, that's not come over and watch the game with me. Kind of. <laughs> that's all on my phone. But, but NFL but chill. Um, so but what happened this year is this year or last year they expanded to also include just any mobile device and i don't even think it's verizon exclusive anymore so what i do is i don't subscribe to any subscribe to anything to watch nfl games i watch it on my ipad and i can pop it up in the kitchen while i'm cooking i can like i said it doesn't really lend itself to when people come over but for a solo person watching it for free football games i get most um, I get every Monday night, Thursday night game, Sunday night football, they play a three o'clock game and a noon game and it's yeah. network based. So I always get to watch as a Bears fan in Packer territory. We haven't missed a Bears or Packers game for free watching it. And you're yeah, and I, I paying 125 bucks a month for dish to get yeah, that. So it's, it's what you can live with. Yeah, I'd love to have it on my big screen. But if it's just me sitting and you can have as many streams I've had three people sitting on the couch, their own tablet, their own headphones in yeah. watching the game together, but we're not spending 120 You're not pissing as much money it. as I am. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah. And I, and I guess I just want to piggyback off of that and also like explain that like these services, like I can now log in as a Hulu subscriber to like AMC app or the NFL. App. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's to the point now where, not only are they legitimate, like service based, but like, like I would use, you know, my parents' login to then go and log into not just like log into Netflix, but like log into CBS Sports to watch the Packer game. Mm-hmm. So, Great. And I, sorry, I just want to touch on real quick. Um, so, we're talking about access based as far as like access to sports situations where, like, so games are only aired once but these different platforms allow you to view it when you have time to view it or give you the access so like i live in chiefs area so we don't always get packers games so mm-hmm. like being able to get to access to those you have to find other subscribers yeah. or other platforms in order to even get the opportunity um but just to touch briefly on what monty was talking about in that you have different kinds of needs based on your subscriber where you got the people who love binge watching so netflix is great for binge watching where they drop on entire season but then you got things like disney plus that drops like one episode of the mandalorian per week there thanks are people for, that are really... for stealing my thunder really yeah. sorry but like it's that that what you talked about with watching with your mom so creating that traditional thing of going <laughs> back, back and watching right like going back you no know, and watching like one episode and making it special 
that's huge. So that's where these platforms can all exist in a space together because it's based on what your subscribers' needs are. Do I want an entire season or do I want one episode piecemeal to me week by week so I can build up that anticipation? That's why they can all exist. So that and Monty has said that in previous episodes about Disney Plus. Yeah. That you like having it given to you one at a time so you can anticipate. Because it, it, because that, great feeling. it yeah. goes back to that whole water cooler and, and I'll probably touch base on Is it a water cooler or is it a watering hole? Which one is it? Where are <laughs> you doing watering cooler hole? <laughs> sounded dirty again. Can, can I talk about uh, the content for a second? Yes. So talking about the fear of missing out. Um, so I was watching not watching, I was I was reading let me just take a step back and actually talk about real media. <laughs> Do you know what was, you were doing? <laughs> see, all the streaming stuff just screws up what you think you're actually consuming. <laughs> I was reading an article about an interview, which is why I got confused because it was the transition <laughs> of that interview. Meta, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what it was is the guy was talking about, he was one of the creative directors for Netflix talking about how different it is to write a show for binge watching than it is to write a show oh for weekly consumption. And I didn't even that, think about yeah. that. Well, why would that, you? I mean, that's why I wanted shit. to say this. So, so he said it's different because when you write a weekly show, you've got to address dialogue to a certain degree to bring the viewer back into the content of what's happening. So you're doing rehashing a lot of the times and i think we also can't deny that most of these binge watching an hour has almost become the standard i feel robbed if i watch a half hour sitcom right. again I, I feel like i it just went by so knowing that an hour is kind of the standard eight to ten episodes is the standard he said they just write different because they don't have to rehash the plot points mm. they can just assume that you've watched it at least this week and they can just roll into it so they can write so much more Oh my god, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, does, yeah. That's a good point. So, so, so uh, talk about water cooler missing out. It's a lot harder to talk to someone about like like an episode drops on a Friday night, and if by Monday you're not ready to talk about all ten episodes, you're screwed because everyone and, else is watching. Right, yeah. and that's and that's why. And like I said, we'll we'll touch base on this, but that's why I like the weekly format because it gives. It gives the best. I'm, okay, I, I I will cover that later. Um, with with Disney Plus, but but yeah, exactly. Think think about it in terms of like I said. I I'm I guess I'm I'm the designated bring it a step back and in and think in terms of like historically what had happened and kind of like broader picture. Think about like 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 a a Star Wars or a um. I don't even know what's a good app. I'm I'm trying to think of like a really good like either TV show or movie where it was like years, years before the story continued. Like, so think about it where like you've got Star Wars versus the Lord of the Rings where Star Wars was filmed over decades. These three separate trilogies where uh, Lord of the Rings was all filmed together. They might have released it separately, but the films were actually filmed together. Together. So you got this like really different way, different way in which they approached capturing that story. Like your fandoms are going to approach the story differently. Right. And like the continuity between the Lord of the Rings 
I'm not trying to bash Star Wars, but the continuity in Lord of the Rings seems a lot more fluid because they literally are one continuous film. And versus it's the, the same Star people Wars. making it too. Well, so. right? Like, I mean, yeah. dude, even through that time, they 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 consistently showed up for all three films during the same like however long a period, however many years, they kept showing up every day for work. Whereas Star Wars had year gaps or or decade gaps. So, and I and like, I just want to also like like it's not e- like that that part of it is really important to like understand like the filmmaking and like the process, but it, yes. like just, just also like, and, and then, like, again, I forget, I forget where it was or like what it was, but it was, there was some trilogy or there was some TV show. And I remember talking to my wife about it and I'm like, now, now imagine that you were like, like, I mean, little thing like between seasons obviously is a, is clearly going to happen like uh, between like, you know, the walking dead, you know, a big cliffhanger or whatever. seems like there's a year between the, some of those. Seasons. Yeah. But, but I guess more so like, like, I forget what it was, but it was like, it was something that happened. And I'm like, now imagine that you had to wait two years. And I remember watching some documentary where they were talking about that. And, and you're exactly right, Ryan. There's a, there's a very like, in in kudos to the and clearly these people, I mean, they're making money, billions and trillions and money hand over fist. But it's because they're able to capture this type of storytelling in the way that they do things is because they're not using the same model that you would use in a Nickelodeon black and white, you know movie that you saw in a t and in a, a movie theater and that was the only way that you could ever experience media yeah you know mm-hmm. i guess i guess that's what i I'm, I'm getting at is is that like in a broader sense our directors our actors our producers are evolving in 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 recognizing the changing times and technology obviously yeah. too goes with it right yeah, and, and recognizing that the way people consume media is very different. Like, there are people that delayed gratification is very rewarding, and there's people that instant gratification is kind of a need. And they're acknowledging that and paying respects almost to that in that, okay, you need it right now. Here's the binge-watching Netflix. Or, like, Netflix is your your kind of media go-to. But if you like to wait for content, like, Disney Plus is a great option. Right. So they're they're starting to recognize that the way media is consumed is not the same for every person. And, and it's going to become more varied as we begin to acknowledge that access is going to drive the way these subscription bases go. So... Yep, I've got the ability to wait. I'm going to pay for Disney Plus, so please make me wait. Or Netflix, give me everything right now. <laughs> a small anecdote on the way media is consumed. Um, this is a more wholesome version of Netflix and chill. But um, I still remember the very first time that I had complained to Monty about the fact that I had gotten two or three messages already from Netflix of, are you still watching? And he goes, what does that mean? Is it broken? And I was like, have you never watched Netflix so long you've gotten that? Like, that is such a common thing. You're telling me that you've never right? seen this before. Right. No, and I guess, yeah, I, and I'm surprised you didn't bring this up, Abby, is that there is a there is a thing where Netflix, when you're running it for so long, it comes up with a, are you still watching? And you literally have to click okay or yes 
And I remember it because Michaela, my wife, she does the binging of like, you know, the friends and, uh, you know, they, she's very like, she likes to watch TV shows over and over. And she, I said something like, well, the first time that happened, I'm like, what the heck, what, what is going on? And she's like, you've never had that happen. Like, so yeah, so that's even another, like we watch, we watch streaming services for so long in one period that our technology has to be like, you okay, man? Or, <laughs> but no, that's a good point to bring up, Monty. The reason I never even thought to bring it up is because for me, I am a serial binger. I I absolutely binger. am almost like angry when Netflix bothers me. It's like, are you still watching? Like, duh, are you judging me right now? Of course, <laughs> I'm still watching. But like to think about it from Monty's perspective of like, no, I have a life. Why would do you think I'd spend eight hours in front of my TV? I honestly, if it weren't for the fact that I know Monty, I would never consider that perspective. I'd be like, everybody sits on their ass and watches TV for eight well, hours. What are you talking about Netflix? And also, like I said, with like there was actually before we got married, I I bought my wife a Roku because it has the ability to connect to your like phone and then connect by phone to your wireless headphones because I have two of those now she actually <laughs> enjoys falling asleep to watching tv so do I. So, yeah. so that's not me and that's why you know that's why i did that went that route but it's exactly right is that tv has become a tv and streaming i mean the the fact that my wife didn't own a tv when she was studying abroad and she was yeah. just had a computer streaming this. And so I guess that all being said, yes, it's a part of our culture. It's a, it's, it's a part of our daily routine. I mean, I'm again, maybe dating myself, but I do remember having a VHS TV combo that had a G what was that like <laughs> that had a timer on it so that your TV wasn't running all night. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So you could set a timer. Abby, I'm getting I'm getting silence on on the other. Monty, Monty, I have literally until I was 12 years old, I watched on one of those old school TV consoles. We're talking the ones that look like a piece of furniture where they had like the wood cabinet around it. That's what I was was saying before. Yeah, that was literally what I watched. And I still own a combo VHS DVD player for all my Disney movies that are still on vhs so yes i 100 percent the D- remember the tvs that you set a timer on because you'd fall asleep and you didn't want to waste the electricity so you'd be like hey i generally fall asleep around like 11 30 so turn off at midnight please I yeah i did that because yeah. i didn't want to watch electricity and, and right yep i also don't know yep. being sarcastic i did it because i don't want to fall too far behind <laughs> on a show because then i had to put it in the vhs rewinder yeah. <laughs> oh ryan <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Ryan also plays Netflix or plays TV shows for his dog when he leaves. So that's a whole nother. She watches she them. them. Converse. Okay. Okay. I don't sir. know what she understands, but sir. the eyes are open and the body's positioned. Do not, do not offend the dog owners of your viewership. <laughs> Just accept it and roll with we it. Covered, roll we, we, we covered Scrooge, right? The beginning of Scrooge. Do you remember what this boss was saying? Is that there's so many people with pets in their home, and that's the new that's going to be network television is 
catering to pets. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, oh, so look at the dog hotels and all that stuff to get now. Uh huh. All righty. So, <laughs> but we digress. We digress. Uh, I gotta, I gotta pull myself back Again. to the to the side branch For of the, the side branch of the tree. <laughs> Anything else that that we would like to talk about in terms of Hulu one more comment on what? Hulu? Yes. The one thing that I never in a million years thought I would appreciate from traditional cable television is the variety of commercials. If I oh, see this, it, sometimes I'll, I'll binge watch and I'll see the same <laughs> oh, commercial every yeah. single break. And it's like I can quote it like it's. Oh, God. <laughs> That's true. I never think you'd appreciate that, but. Baker Mayfield and Saquon I will, Barkley. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think it's gotten to a point as a culture where we're not even watching that much live TV. So it almost feels like a treat when I watch something like the Super Bowl, like, but I'm watching it on like over air TV or cable where it's like these commercials. You want to watch those like, commercials. Like, and obviously the Super Bowl is a bad example, but like if I'm watching just normal TV and it's like, hey, I've never seen this commercial before. Yeah. It's like a new yeah. show. We went <laughs> to the moon. This is new. Yeah. <laughs> right. It is weird considering what we grew up in, in to think of a commercial as a novelty op- opportunity to see a product you've never seen before. Like, that's that a bit on the YouTube. Oh, my God. Well, and, and then also, like, the fact that, like, the whole, like, Saturday morning cartoons, which is a whole other aspect that we haven't even talked about or, like, covered is the fact that, like, like the demographic marketing, the like, and now we have transformers collect them all. You yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's like a whole nother, like, like I, I'm cognizant of that because I love, like, I'm always thinking about that type of thing is like, you see that type of marketing more when you have a live TV show. Or, you know, like I'm watching something. I'm like, well, they're really uh, marketing the women in this. <laughs> well, right. Like it's almost an equalizer where like there's YouTube where you can actually pay. So you don't see any ads. Right. Yeah. So like it, it, it equalizes across uh, race, socioeconomic, well, just location, all of it. We're all seeing the same ad. Like, oh, so you you did see that that ep- or that that random Geico commercial. Cool. Let's talk about the cavemen. Yeah, <laughs> right. It, right. It's neat, um, or or novel now, I should say. Right. Right. God, that's weird to say. As a '90s kid who used to hate commercials, and now, like Ryan said, having a little bit of variety, you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's a new commercial. And honestly, I think that you could almost even like this could be its own episode on on commercials. Clearly, in average. Excuse me, it's advertising, good. but and and I kind of sidestepped that or like stayed away from that because there's like a whole another topic about like paid versus unpaid and well not unpaid but like you pay more to not have commercials you know and yeah. you yeah. know that oh, whole, I went over the four different prices that Hulu offers right yeah. and so like that what you were talking about was Sprint because we did we still have Sprint but when we had the free Hulu it was a free Hulu with ads yeah you didn't have any choice sprint wasn't paying for the you know next level up so oh hell no (laughs) so and that brings us to our third gotta stop gotta switch over to water like 
Abby here, but um, you mean Bush you Light? Bu- Ooh. Bush. Ooh. Ryan. Bush fired. Ryan. Wow. Oof. Jeez. I, I didn't he can take it. I didn't buy my blazed orange uh, thirty rack this year for hunting, but anyways. Um talk about target demographic. <laughs> you got me. You got me. Um Apple TV. <laughs> Jesus. Um Ryan, you were you were gonna cover Apple TV? Um, looking at the amount of time left, I would say uh, yes, that's a streaming service. Yeah, it's about right. <laughs> it back is to you, okay. Abby. Back to you. Back to you. Deep cut, Ryan. Oh boy. I've been wow. I've been silent the whole time, just waiting for the cuts. Oh um, man, wow. that's a, that's a deep cut. Holy cow, Ryan. If, okay. and, but okay. Mickey and Abby don't even actually know what we're talking about right now. No. We, we there was an intern project when we were in Kewit <laughs> where we did a um like a fake news channel and it, and he literally said back to you Abby like as a anyways. Oh my god. Yeah, you might even be like never mind. So <laughs> for my husband i know of this abby yes okay i know of these things okay let, let's get into some apple tv yeah um so what can be kind of confusing um for consumers is it's kind of two things three things maybe so apple tv as a hardware it's is a kind swiss of like, army knife of Streaming terms. It's it's something that I'd love to get in the and in, in, be a fly on the wall in the marketing team sometimes to wonder why they make up decisions that they do. Um, so Apple TV itself is a hardware for one that's kind of similar to a Roku. Kind of looks like a small little squirkle of a hockey puck, where it's you just kind of plug it in. It's got some games on it. You can do TV services, um, apps. Okay, so it's a it's a dongle that you like kind plug of, in. Kind of. So, okay. So that's kind of how it originated, and then from there, it. Uh, I, do you guys know much about Apple TV? I'm gonna I get had, into it more, but I don't. I'm just kind of gauge my local audience here. I had a hand me down one from my brother in law that I use until I got a yeah, Roku. I guess I, I um more deep cuts or whatever i i actually got a free one when i signed up for direct tv uh streaming whatever okay abby do you know much about it i do and i'm so sorry it's because jason momoa was featured on one of the like trailers i'll I'll get there i want you to know that as i typed his name into my notes i immediately thought of you so I should expect better of myself and you should all be upset with me. I'm so sorry. I am after we talked about standards <laughs> and how the uh, the three nice guys are on here, but I'll Okay, I'll keep I, I just I just want Okay, okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Abby, would Jason Momoa want a Netflix and chill or would he take you out on a proper movie and or a dinner and a movie? <laughs> Let's be clear. Jason Momoa would not offer anything normal. He would 100% be the guy who's like, do you want to go throw an axe or do you want to go climb a mountain? And it'd be like, you know what? You're Jason Momoa. Yes to both. Yeah, like, I, let's w- do I it. want to do both with him. 
Right? So I, yeah, I, I'd be okay with throwing an axe with Jason Momoa. Like manages to hear this podcast. Not because I don't want to hear your podcast, but because I'd forever be embarrassed because it's really just Jason Momoa is what made me look into Apple TV at all. And I'm so sorry. Speaking of segues to Apple TV, he wouldn't be a part of Netflix and Chill because he plays a blind man. That's so, true. That's oh! true. Yes, he does. Um, so not only is it a hardware service. Um, but it's also, um, more recently a software update can happen at the same time. And here's where the, the marketing gets murky is Apple TV as a software service, um, tries to serve as a hub for multiple streaming services. So when you go on, it'll kind of show you sometimes show you where you left off on a Hulu show or it offers in network subscriptions to, HBO now, which is, um, if you don't want HBO, I think it's $10 a month that Mm -hmm. you can watch their show. So it kind of serves as a hub of where you've left off and how to tap into other shows. In addition to their own service, Apple TV plus, which is their streaming service, but that can get confusing when you're trying to explain it to people that are like, wait, I have an Apple TV, but do you have the service? So, and I just want to point out it, it is frustrating because I will go to that and I expecting Apple TV plus content. And I'm like, but no, this is Netflix. Like why, why are you showing me this? Yeah. 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 So, uh, to, to get into Apple TV Plus, the service, what we're talking about, I just wanted to clear that up up front, is um, they've just started in 2019, and they don't by any means have the catalog that Hulu or Netflix have because of their recent start. Sure. They also didn't really, I guess, start with a, a big bang. They tried to cover a whole bunch of audiences. They've got some kids shows, some adult shows. Um, keyword shows mostly shows i think they've got like two or three movies which is which is why when you bought an apple product at the end of 2019 they pretty much made apple tv plus free for a year and they've since extended it to february probably because they know that they haven't really refreshed the catalog since they came out with it a year ago yeah um but what i can say is the small content that they do have They've won a crap load of awards for what they do have. And the couple of shows I've seen were really good. Um, they've got The Morning Show that has Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, yeah. which is kind of like a news network show. Mm-hmm. I think that won a couple. It was nominated for a lot. And I yes. think it won a couple Emmys. I think a lot, yes, honestly, a lot of people subscribe to Apple TV Plus because of that show. Just that show. Yeah. Defending Jacob with Chris Evans. Yep. I started that. Um, last night, that's been pretty good. I got addicted uh, early on when it came out to Servant, which was directed by M. Night Shyamalan. I don't know if you guys have heard of Servant. <laughs> you were going to say yeah. it. I don't know if you guys have heard I of it. I think I've M. heard Shyamalan. of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of him? Yeah. But, but that's been pretty good. And then obvi- another one that they've renewed for a second season is C, yep. which is um, with Jason Momoa, a.k.a. Abby's alternate reality. <laughs> <laughs> so Abby, you know who he is then? Bikini girls love I, I, interest. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Bikini so like, girls love 
Right, but that's the big thing. They're focusing on quality of their content and in trying to show their their subscribers or their viewership, look what we can offer you as far as quality and, content. Maybe not the quantity, but the quality for sure. That's amazing. Their first year out because remember, it took Netflix years. Yeah. If Apple is right away hitting it in their first year, that's impressive, and they deserve a huge applause for that. So, that's amazing. So, a couple things I want to hit on that, not just because I'm an Apple fan, but I'm also yeah, you're talking about of, Apple Apple fanboys at Ryan Ryan's <laughs> which which I want to say for the most part I hadn't really watched a lot of their content and to t- take a step back my TV was just complete utter garbage up until this past weekend uh Monty oh, has been to, to my it. house <laughs> you had to see it, it to believe it Monty was at my house one time and we were watching you know it didn't browsing- it, it, that's not as weird as it sounds. Um, we, were, we were browsing through Netflix with Netflix the significant and others. Oh, sorry. Yes. With significant I, others. With significant others. And of course, I'm got it. The garbage of that night was that Tom decided to watch the movie The Witch. But no, um, it's good. That's a different, we'll talk about it. it was good. That, that's different. I enjoyed it. But what I want to say is that I had noticed before that my TV was such garbage. It looked like someone had poured water down the side of it because there was dead pixels and poor backlighting from the crappy LCD from my 12-year-old TV um, uh-huh. that he had said, hey, why is your TV like that? Which I had noticed and have uh, just tried to ignore like white noise and yep. succeeded. My wife, Jessie, had somehow never noticed that. And she goes... Um, what do you mean? Like kind of like that wavy color part? I thought that was just it. a part of this movie. And I go, yeah, and every other movie we've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor woman. The, the director's choice to do that. She's thinking the quality's really gone to shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to say that this weekend or this week, this past week, we upgraded to a uh, 4K OLED TV from our XYZ. crappy yeah. yeah can you just spell love <laughs> i think i heard love. yeah i think i did wow yeah so i want to say oh, it's like it's like going from a kid that grew up not knowing they needed glasses and getting glasses <laughs> like seeing oh, the oh, come world out there. yeah so that made me <laughs> you know perfect you know how they say like they really like like apple really likes to sorry ryan i'm cutting you off again but that you know how people that apple likes to say a true black you know like true ryan didn't even have black like he had like a dark i didn't i sent i sent monty a picture of the last day of the tv and what was a loading screen that was supposed to be kind of pitch black with loading was so mix of white and gray it's not even funny what was supposed to be pure black as as the kid who fa- got glasses and found out what the world's actually supposed to look like, I feel like Captain America in that meme of uh, I understood that reference. Yeah, because that was me too. <laughs> like, so oh I'm my glad goodness. you get that. Because that's that's the I really do. So so that made me look at Apple TV Plus, the service that I'd had free since my upgraded iPhone a year ago that I very underappreciated because it didn't the, the content isn't there, but as you said, Abby, the quality. So what I want to say then is over the past week you get a tv like that you start trying to find things that fit the bill that maximize the benefit of this tv and what Mm -hmm. i can say is i'm pretty sure i hope i don't over exaggerate but everything i've checked i've tried to flip through most of the catalog everything of apple tv plus for quality 
is available in 4K Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos sound. Wow. Right off the bat. And it was just amazing to watch because it was like, yeah, I'm flipping through Netflix. Some of it looks good. Some of it's like, oh, you're average. And then I started flipping through prices. And for Netflix to be able to see some 4K content, not the entire catalog in 4K content, is $18 a month to get the max Netflix. Hulu, it's just kind of on availability, whether or not they've got it. And then even then, the bit rate is so variable. Apple tries to, like you said, the quality of it. It's like, if we're going to produce it, we're going to produce it. And I I also want to just say, like, we're getting into something here that we didn't really touch on is, like, the the streaming quality, right? So there's, like, a whole nother conversation to be had about 4k 1080p and 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 how that all kind of manifests itself and why it's important why it's not important to some people i mean because i gotta be honest with you there's some people that were would be completely fine with watching you know vhs quality or dvd quality material and they and they, they can't see the difference or they don't notice yeah I, I i know this is a difference but it doesn't bother me that right much. so so there's a the, you know there's that aspect of it where people are you know you got the guys who are like i want the biggest baddest the best most you know advanced tv line. so i can watch i can watch you know uh my aaron Rodgers' nose hair yeah, on exactly. live TV, it, see the sweat and, and I'm I'm, I'm saying that tongue in cheek, but but Ryan, you're bringing up a really good point: is the fact that certain streaming services and the way that they, you know, what content they have and like the quality of the content. And that's not the quality yeah, of and, the directed content; that's the quality of the visual content. Right. Yeah, and and again, piggyback off of what Ryan's point is, you have to understand. So, like streaming services like Netflix have multiple different package levels. So you've got your basic, which is still approximately nine dollars. You've got your standard, which FYI, if you guys didn't know, it's re- jumping up to fourteen dollars per month for just their standard, and then they've got their HD package. So, like you're you're saying, like you can unlock this visual yeah. appeal based on your financial capabilities. <laughs> so, like the fact that Apple is trying to kind of set a standard of we are going to produce quality content for what we are providing as a streaming service for all of our subscribers, that in itself is groundbreaking and deserves a lot of appreciation because it, I mean, there are people out there, like I said, like I'm not necessarily a big stickler on my content or the quality of my content, but like my husband is huge. He knows when he's like, this looks really crappy. And so he just won't watch a movie if it looks crappy. So there are people where that, that quality is really important. So the Apple is aware of that is again they're keying in on an audience that needs to be served they're going to be able to capitalize on that that's that's especially huge. if you have the 4k tv OLED. Yes. i mean because yeah. because the thing is you're paying that much money for that type it's a hardware software kind of thing right like if you can't they have you yeah. have to have both and so if you have the 4k mm-hmm. tv you want to watch as much as much 4k content as you can well, yeah. Absolutely. Justify the cost. Right. So just to give some prices, the quality to back up Abby's prices, the 9, 14, 18 for $9 on Netflix, it only gets you 720p, which I guess is the lowest bar you can set 
for HD. Uh, yeah, it's like the right. It's a, like the new standard yeah. for uh, fourteen minimum dollars is 1080p, which I'd say most TVs are at at this point. Right. And then absolutely. And then yeah, eighteen dollars for some 4K HDR content. So right. and that and I'm I'm interested to see where Apple TV goes because they also make their own content. Netflix has started to make some of their own their own content, but they license a lot of it. Hulu is licensing a lot of it apple tv everything you see has been produced by them which is not a movie company so yeah right. so and correct impressive. me if i'm correct me if i'm wrong brian everything on their streaming service is apple exclusive like everything else yes. apple does yeah right yes. <laughs> right so that that could hurt them I'm or surprised. help them i think I, eventually that they, they su- need to open up I'm surprised. I'm surprised that they're not like you need our TV to yeah. watch this. Yeah, well, that's kind of how Apple is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Unfortunately, well, and, and Apple Apple has developed such a cult following that they almost don't need to market themselves as that anymore. They're like, if you like our brand, we know you've pretty much become exclusive to yeah. our brand because of your expectations. You're not going to move away from us because nobody else can match us for these specific requests. You're, you're never going to leave us. They don't have to market no, they anymore. They captured yeah, they're, and they're, yeah. Ryan, correct Absolutely. me if I'm wrong, Like, obviously you can watch it on a Apple TV, but there's there's only like one other way to like backdoor yourself into watching Apple TV, correct? Wrong. So <laughs> I thought that's all wrong, wrong. sir. <laughs> You're wrong. So, so, so let me we we've pumped up their quality of the, the viewing and like I said, I, I don't want to understate the fact that they've tried to spread themselves so thin with kid shows and murder mystery shows and stuff that it's like you, you might only have <laughs> two shows or three shows that you want to watch which is in my opinion is probably why they're extending some of the free offerings but mm-hmm. it's only five dollars a month 4.99 i'm sorry it's 4.99 a month if you do pay for it compared to netflix for the quality that you get right um and then every Apple product you get, I think they give you another year. And I don't know that there's a limit on it yet. So if you find yourself upgrading a phone every two years or, you know. Oh, I mean, let's so... be honest. That's the way I got in mine. I mean, that's I got yeah. a new phone and I got Apple TV because I had, well, I had an Apple TV. So I got Apple TV plus because I had the new phone because I capitalized on the free year. And, and then I swear I don't work in Apple's marketing department, but because <laughs> I know enough about them. I wanted to point out that um, for the first time this fall, they're coming out with a bundled service because they do offer other services. So for $15 a month, you're going to get Apple Music, Apple TV, Apple Arcade, and iCloud storage with it. Hmm. Um, They've got a family plan for $20 a month that includes all of those plus increased iCloud. And then for Premiere, which is $30 a month, you get all of those plus their news service plus their new fitness service. So it's like, Okay. The impact of having this just keeps going down if you if you're already in their ecosystem. And I, oh. and I just want to point out like the whole subscriber focused marketing, right? So yeah. we I, I talked about that before about like the transition that Netflix made between like a commodity marketing, like you're purchasing a physical product or renting a physical product to you pay a flat fee per month and you get things. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then to answer your question, Monty, or to 
not answer your question, defended by your wrong statement. Um, I'd like to say that, yeah, on top of every Apple product that they're going to offer it on, which is going to be, yeah, iPod Touch, or if you've got one of their computers or their Apple TV hardware that I'd let off with, I was surprised the new TV I bought had their Apple TV software a part of it. So the ability to gather together the other services, streaming service, plus their own service. So at first I was like, oh, this sucks. I don't have their latest Apple TV hardware, so I can't watch 4K stuff, but it came with it. So I was watching Apple TV 4K content on my 4K TV without ever having to buy hardware. So you didn't, so you didn't, what what Ryan is saying for those of you that might not have been following, like, for example, I have an Apple TV 4K. It's a box that sits on my shelf that's like a, a thing that, allows me to watch things. <clears throat> wow, that was deep. Okay. Uh, right. Like a Roku or a, or yeah. Amazon Fire Stick. Ryan has the regular <laughs> Apple TV that's not the Apple TV 4K. Yeah. So he can't stream 4K, 4K content. content. What is a big deal is he has a now a smart TV that he can a 4K smart TV that he can stream. He's doing it the other way. 4K through his TV, and it allows him to watch Apple TV. That Sorry. level. For, that those, level. Yeah. for those of us not tracking. Which, I'd also like to add that this past year, or this past year, I mean, it's technically true, <laughs> this past week, <laughs> which falls into the past year. <laughs> um, <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. I uh I forget what the I saw a meme that had that in it. It was like, um, in the past hundred years, yeah, something that like something that happened last year. Some guy goes, yeah, in the past thousand years, this happened, and he's like, something makes me feel uncomfortable at the way you phrase that because it happened last year, but you're not wrong. <laughs> it has so, happened in the, the past thousand years. years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this past week. Um, Xbox and PlayStation have announced new game systems that Apple has partnered with and offered an Apple TV app for them who also stream 4K content wow. to TV. So they're they're spreading and it's become available without buying this $150 puck that goes on the side of your TV, kind of like a Roku, but their Apple TV prices themselves are much higher than Roku. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the, okay. the availability is becoming kind of crazy. This sounds really smart of Apple because they're capitalizing on a name that they've already established. Because let's face it, for like music streaming, iTunes was like the thing. So Apple is really plugging into their ability to say, we have this established brand. We've got this access to this content that we can offer you. Like we can now compete with Netflix just because you know what we are. You know what we can offer. You know our quality you're going to want us when you get tired and burnt out on Netflix, which is legitimately becoming a thing during quarantine times. We can now go to Apple and go, here's some new and exciting content that we can like trust is going to have that quality. So it's, it feels really smart and timely of Apple to be offering that kind of alternative to the burnout. We're quite frankly getting on Netflix because eventually we know Netflix is going to peak if it hasn't already. There's got to be like that, that turn away from Netflix and Apple 
it sounds like Apple's really positioning itself to to welcome those people. And I, in, in it, the, it's the same thing as whether or not you're, you know, a Roman citizen trying to sell the best sandals or a streaming service trying to provide the best, cheapest, you know, content. The more players you have, the better the competition. And I really don't want to see that. I don't want to see a Netflix die. I yeah. want to see I want to see this competition that drives prices down. Pro- stops monopolies from happening. Right. I, I think you're wrong though. I think what we're seeing unfortunately is so first we started to see prices drop because it was like, wow, why am I going to spend $60 a month on traditional cable television? Yeah, they got to compete. But then everyone started to jump into well, I can own the content. I'm going to pull from Netflix. So why am I going to license my content to them? And now what started off as I can get a whole bunch of channels that are actually relevant for $20, $30 a month. You look at like a lot of the streaming services, like YouTube has their own streaming service with like 85 channels. That's $65 a month. Hulu, if you want their TV package, 55 to 60 dollars a month at&t now which was direct tv now has packages up to like a hundred dollars a month it's like wait remind me again why this is different why did i break away from what i was doing right right but it's kind of creating so like netflix was able to prosper in this vacuum where they really didn't have competition now they finally have some competition and that's not necessarily a bad thing because yes it might drive down prices but like okay so Back in 2010, there was um, this big legal case and like the FCC was involved and it was about like open, like the open internet order because like cable television and telephone services were basically trying to not show Netflix or not offer it that, that um, providing that kind of service. And the FCC actually banned their ability to prevent access to competitors such as Netflix because they realized when you try to create those monopolies, um, basically you're, you're trying to own the entire right. market and that's not fair. So it's better to open the market up to these competitors. Yes, you might lose some. So there's always the potential we'll lose Netflix, but more likely than not, what we're going to realize is Netflix is going to change the way it presents itself and fit a new niche market. So it might not be the Netflix. Right, like it's not going to be the Netflix we grew up with, where we could like binge watch The Office, binge watch Friends, binge watch the Marvel movies, but we'll still be able to go to Netflix for its own original content. And now there will be other providers for other original content, so you can kind of go based more off of like, again, what are my viewing habits? Do I prefer to binge? Do I prefer to ha- watch one episode per week? Do I prefer low quality video, high quality video? So it's not necessarily bad that this competition is going to come about but we have to accept that the way we currently view these these businesses is going to change netflix will not be what it currently is today it's going to change right. and they all will they That's all not will bad. To some degree. yeah yeah and uh, yeah it's it's especially in this you know it, it, the exponential growth of technology and the way that we're you know consuming things i think that that's just a a constant you know it's it's going to yeah. be something that is it, it it's not i mean what's the old it's a japanese or it's it's some type of 
um, saying that that if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. So I and, yeah, and, and it applies with get every, busy dying. What's that? Yeah, Shawshank Redemption. Get busy living or get busy dying. Right, right. <laughs> so, but yeah. very applicable. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So on to Disney Plus, maybe. <laughs> Ryan, you got any more to to add to that? Hey, Ryan, I'm gonna need you to talk more about Apple TV because I mean, I'm really liking what I'm hearing. The extensive research that you did, but I only had a timeline <laughs> in, in fair conscience since 19. 19- 19. Yeah, they've been around since 1920. Since 2019, dyslexia over here. <laughs> right. But this is the thing, you've got one year to cover, and they still made a lot of ground in one year yeah. versus the like almost two decades that Netflix has been around. They've had some like, time to make some mistakes and figure like it out. a lot on their reputation as, we're Apple, you can trust our quality. And it's like, that might have gotten your foot in the door with studios, but a year later, they only had a couple season twos, no new shows. And really, I kind of would have expected some deals along the lines of pulling in other networks. I think it's going to be so impossible unless they're thinking that they're going to be like an HBO because HBO produces all their stuff. They don't buy other people's stuff. So maybe they're not in direct competition with Netflix. Yeah. They're trying to be a premium company. And they very well and they very well could be, but nothing could per, like make them predict COVID-19, right? And there's no way to like put a disclaimer on how much that is affecting viewing habits of people because a lot of people are going back and watching content they've already watched yeah. because they need that comfort of the familiarity. So they might not be trying to go into those new markets yet because they want something that they know, at least in this situation. So it's like a hard year to try to like, Keep growing something you, you just started a year um, previously. Got, mm-hmm. So I think of people ordering from online. Um, you see how popular that um, Netflix got from people watching it. It's like I bet these companies, I mean, not that they have a crystal ball, wish they could have produced more content to draw people and had more in the pipeline because you would have beaten all the other streaming services had you been able to somehow predict it and get the content going. Absolutely, but I also think that this could almost be like that, that not necessarily like a dying star moment, but this one last moment of these people or these companies that had already established themselves to like try to almost rebrand themselves to a whole new market of, of consumers to say like, hey, we're still here. Keep utilizing us. Don't go to the next best thing yet because we, we still exist and we started this whole movement. Keep with us. So maybe it curbed the growth ability of these these new these new um what do i want to say uh comp- competitors but it might have just given a little bit mm-hmm. of excess life to the people who had already been established so i i think it could go either way quite frankly is there anything else you'd like to uh cover in terms of apple plus ryan <laughs> no i think Abby yeah. and i uh <laughs> Abby and I covered it pretty well. Yeah. Just that it's yeah. kind of limited in scope now. It's definitely got potential. It's got accessibility. They're increasing the viewer range that it's got. Uh, the price is pretty low for the visual quality you get for $5 a month, and it may or may not already be included in another service that you're a part of. So um, I'd be interested to see where it goes. 
Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for letting us come back to the podcast too. We appreciate. Yeah. Right. If you couldn't <laughs> tell, we had technical difficulties. So this is where we're at. <laughs> All right. So last and least, we're going to be talking about Disney Plus. They're yeah. not going to have be happy with you saying least. Yeah. And You're yeah, but, but, yeah. Yeah. speaking of butt, butt plug. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and. And 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 what I what I'm what I mean is is that if you've made it this far in the podcast, you you're not get, listening anymore. Well, anyway. you should get some kind of a badge, like a like a Boy Scout badge or something. Um, so so I drew the short straw and apparently last. So Disney auctioneer Plus, voice, come on, <laughs> auctioneer as fast as Disney Plus. I I had been most excited in terms of recent uh, streaming services just because of what they offer, right? And so November 2019, uh, just about a year now, um, I got it right away. I literally logged in and was able to start watching it like 10 o'clock that the, the night before. You were planning on getting it for months before right. it came out. You and, texted you know, us when you logged in. Right. <laughs> And so we were able, you know, it was something that was kind of like, as opposed to a Netflix, as opposed to a Hulu, it was for me at least, and I don't know, maybe, maybe my sphere of influence or my, what I experience in terms of like the, the um, content and the things that I'm like excited about, maybe not, maybe wouldn't be the same as other people, but it just felt like a you were looking forward to it. Yeah. Right? You know, and well, they and, hyped it up pretty well. I mean, and yeah. you know, it the fact that I mean Disney Disney is a giant company that owns so many properties. The idea of having one streaming service that covers all of their properties is insane. I mean the the, the idea that they would produce something like this, it makes so much sense. And they're not even there yet, right? They don't even have all their content yet. Do they? Not all of it, but they've got, but the fact that they have, like, they don't have to pay extra for an Aladdin. Oh, yeah. The reason you know they what did I mean? it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And they can pull all of their content now and consolidate it. Like Abby was talking about, like, these networks and an extension of that would be Disney that they pulled their Marvel movies. They pulled their, you know, name it. Disney movie trying to conglomerate them all. Yeah. So just to kind of talk about, you know, broad categories. So like I said, November, 2018, I'm sorry, November, 2019 uh, is when they, they launched and they had 10 million, 10 million subscribers on launch day. Immediately. For for reference, Abby, what year did, did Netflix reach 10 million subscribers? Uh, it was so you have to think they started in 97. It wasn't until 2003. So six years of being alive and trying to do the hustle that they finally reached a million. And they carved that path. For and exactly. Years. That's exactly what I was going to get at is that they blaze the trail for streaming services like Disney plus. Um, so you've got Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. Those are not small titles. No. 
No, I can't imagine scooting. anybody like who hasn't heard of at least one of those or who isn't a fan of at least one of those categories. Well, and they all have such great content. Every Absolutely. And so, so you get then um, things like Disney Channel original movies, otherwise known as DCOMs for us 90s kids. That, that yeah. was a big deal. And so you get those streaming. You get things like The Muppets, Jim Henson's oh, The Muppets, like a beloved, you know, that that's a Disney property. Live action and animated Disney movies, like I said, like Aladdin. And you've got, you know, so you've got the animated and the live action. You've got Lion King, animated and live action. Um, you've got freeform TV shows that were a part of that network that now reside on Disney Plus. Simpsons, which pff, that's a that's a whole that's a whole nother topic in itself. It. So it, <laughs> how many I don't I don't even know. Somebody somebody with a free phone or a free twenty computer. some years now. 20 some years, so many, 20 some seasons. And then I think you might also be up to 30. I feel like they've been around as long as I've been alive. I think you're right. Yeah. Since like 89 or 90, really? Yeah. I really think they might have been like early 90s, if not 1990 or earlier. So Disney Plus currently has, and this is just a product of their licensing and, and how big of a company they are. December Compa- 17, 1989. Sorry. 89. Yep. Yeah. So this is just a product of their licensing compared to an Apple TV, right? Where you talk about this very concentrated uh, 4K content that's very, you know, they don't have a very large content. Right now, Disney Plus has seven thousand tv episodes and 500 films now i know that might pale in comparison to netflix but that number alone for a service that's been out for a year is pretty impressive granted they literally went into their archives and said sure uh mickey steamboat yeah we'll throw that on there uh aladdin that's been around since before the internet yeah we'll throw that on there so Granted, it's it's a different system. You have historical content that people are like, I grew up with this. I I read. I mean, I was able to pull up like, you know, certain things that I watched as a kid that now I get to show to my kid. Like that to, in itself has a very a very large appeal or a big appeal to people who are of the '90s or you know they have that generational experience that they want to share with their kids. Well, think about it, Monty. So you've got the best of like both Netflix and Apple. So you've got the kind of library that Netflix has been able to, to bring with the brand association of Apple. Cause like all across the world, they know Disney, they know the, mm-hmm. the mouse ears. Right. So like they just got to start off way ahead of any of their competitors as far as, you know who we are. You know what we bring to the table. You've seen us. You've grown up with us. We are familiar. We are known. We are capable. Here we are. Like it's right. almost you woke a sleeping giant. And the fact that it took them this long to step into this platform is a little bit like confusing from my perspective. It's like, why didn't you do this sooner? You should have known you basically immediately have a subscription base that could rival Netflix. Couple things. One, um, clearly the development of Marvel and two, the acquire 
they acquired 20th Century Fox. Yeah. Well, the copyrights too. I mean, they had to go and get their stuff from other places too. Right. So they had they had agreements with other streaming services that eventually will expire or have expired. So there's that aspect of it that I think, but but I agree. I think that I mean, you look at things like the Disney Vault and like that whole marketing scheme that now just seems like a mute point, but it was a part of their journey that kind of led us to where we are now. And I think that I I agree. It it feels a little late to the game, but at the same time, nobody was like their content existed on other platforms. Yeah. They were still, when I I think of a company that has the raw power to say, we're going to pull our content from you and put it in our own and we can survive and we don't need you CBS or uh, Peacock. Good luck. I mean, you have, you have the content, you've got some shows, but Disney, Oh my God, that hits so many people. Like they had just talk about just the power and the benefit of the doubt of like, no, we've got us. Don't worry about us. Like, no one's going to question whether or not Disney has the content because they spread so many generations of childhood through adulthood. And, 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 and what I was talking about, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Natu- like it's not just kids either. It's adults too. Oh, that's, yeah. Like who, yeah. does, who isn't a Marvel fan that it's like, well, yeah, I need well, to get Disney plus now so I can keep up with clearly, Marvel. Well, even their clearly, national geographic stuff is really interesting. There's but, a lot guys, of good shows like, in there. Clearly, Ryan's not a Marvel fan, and I can't no. let that die. Ryan, I, I, I'm still I, I am a Marvel fan. What I would say is I had seen, just to, to, to call back here, I had seen Iron Man. I, I, I'd seen everything up through Avengers. And at first, I wasn't an Avengers fan, and that kind of put a lull in how much I was up to date. But wait, we're talking the first Avengers movie, the right? The first Avengers movie, I wasn't a fan. But what, oh, kept me from, but what kept me from catching up, to be honest, was the fact that I couldn't make a sell to the significant other that I was living with and I'm not married to. Um, <laughs> and then eventually we had watched through and she's like, these aren't that bad. I actually like these. And that was the draw I needed to finish it because it's like it's hard when you, you split time with people that watch it that maybe don't share your hobby where you find the time to watch and catch up. I wasn't that into these movies until Monty and I started talking about like, it. Like she just I watched a few of them, but yeah, he's the one who made me watch them in order and that's when I fell yeah, in love. So. Didn't didn't have the interest and it was hard to find the time separate because we did have common interests already. So once she did decide that she'd give it a try and actually ended up liking them, then it was like, Okay, yeah. we can watch these. And Monty, I'll... can we split off for our own podcast? These two are really upsetting me right now. Man, I came on can board. Say. It just took us a while. That's all. I, I, I just want to also point out the fact that, like, what you're talking about there, like, in terms of a broader sense, in terms of, like, TV shows, is, like, I think that's even, like, a relationship thing or, like, a sticking point or what. I don't know what you want to call it. Like, conflict is somebody getting ahead in the TV show, especially in the binge culture is like somebody who's like, you're watching a TV show together. And then all of a sudden you find out your wife or your girlfriend's like three episodes ahead of you. How dare you? Like that's like, that's like, that's like almost like enough 
reason to break up it is no it it is literally the new we were on a break from friends because like my husband watched ahead on game of thrones and that was like three years ago and i'm still not over it so as far as like the betrayal oh yeah that's like a whole new problem that relationships face so i should probably back off on my my dislike of Ryan and Mickey because I I do get that you so should back bit off. Here. you should <laughs> yeah, you're, right. I agree. you're right I should be humbled I'm so sorry you're right <sighs> did I just but, hear uh, sometimes we're just right. a little slow <laughs> it was a general that. statement man she didn't really mean it I was gonna say I'm you not, not hear that it. very often <laughs> in your personal or professional life. Look, it's been recorded. I don't need to repeat myself. You can just listen to the podcast. Just, my wife loves me. Right. I don't need to tell her every year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I love my wife. She doesn't need to be told every <laughs> Oh, Monty, that's a bad tunnel to start digging. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, so, okay. So, so I covered all those types of things. Like I said, 7,000 TV... Uh, episodes in five five hundred films. Um, some of their originals. There's there's a lot of really good stuff. Mandalorian we talked about in exhaustion. The world according to Jeff Goldblum. I don't know if you guys have watched this yet, but I really enjoy it. Yeah, I, I think it's it's really interesting. Um, obviously Jeff Goldblum is a he's got a bizarre way of looking at things. Yeah, he's he's a he's a, he's a different guy, but it 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 works. And then um, he's entertaining. Certain things he like is. Disney short animation, um, or Disney shorts where they like kind of dissect and go into more detail about certain um, Disney properties, and then obviously Hamilton. I mean, Hamilton's on Disney Plus. That, and it's, I mean, that's incredible that they were able to land that mm-hmm. on both yes. ends, on Disney Plus end and on Hamilton's end. That they like that is a complete symbiotic relationship. Nice merge, yeah. Yes. Um, so pricing, uh, $6.99 a month for just Disney plus, um, $12.99 a month with a bundle that includes Hulu, Disney plus and ESPN plus. So we're talking about the whole like streaming and, um, and then if you want to go a year, which my, my wife and I are just now renewing and did it originally, it's uh 69.99, so 70 bucks for the year. So you save a little bit. If you pay up front for the whole year, yep. um, one of the other kind of unique features that they just released uh, very recently is a virtual movie night, which is what they call a group watch. So you can actually watch in real time together the same uh, movie TV show. Oh, really? So like I can log in and all I, I don't know what they limited to, but maybe all four of us can all watch like Avengers end game together. Right. Yeah. And we're watching it in real time at the same time. Um, you can like add emojis. Like there's like six emojis that you can add. So like something happens like wow emoji or whatever. Um, you can also pause, rewind and react together. So kind of, like I said, the future of streaming and like what that means in the terms of 2020 and, you know, quarantining and everything else mm-hmm. um we can yeah. still be together in spirit T- together yeah. together apart what, who, what's the get away closer <laughs> i don't know <laughs> get away closer 
Um, and as Abby touched on, uh, you can download to a device and watch offline. Um, it's available on uh, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, Android, uh, Chromecast, uh, LG, Roku, Samsung, your computer, your smartphone, your tablet, game consoles. Um, Bob Iger. You guys, do you guys know who that is? Don't call me that. Yes. Oh, oh, that's another guy. Okay. He's, he's, he's kind of an important guy. He might be one of the richest men in the world. Um, president and CEO of Disney. Uh, oh, yeah, he yeah. stated it would be a family-friendly service, right? So none of this Monty and Mickey after dark stuff. No, Side no. Relief. I don't know. Have you seen some early Disney? No. Right? No. No TVMA or NC-17 content. Um, Hulu, though, and this kind of goes to Mickey Go covering figures. Hulu, uh, would remain the general entertainment. Uh, Disney said degenerate. I swear to God. I, I could have so. been too, and I was like, oh, it makes sense for Mickey. Well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, Disney Plus will eventually host the entire Disney film library including Disney Vault Vault movies and there's like a select like two or three that they're like this is way like you said the early Disney stuff where it's like yeah this is pretty dang racist uh we're not gonna say that you did (laughs) (laughs) um but it was so black Twitter yeah this is pretty black Twitter um so things like um some other things that are coming in the future lego star wars holiday special which oh, yeah. is going to be interesting it's coming soon yeah. um and uh not available right now like i said with we we're talking about marvel uh things like uh spider-man and the hulk movies um it's 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 a licensing thing and there's disney doesn't own them spider-man sony right sony and then universal yeah. with uh, hulk um and then like the Star Wars Holiday Special, the original one, is on YouTube for free, yeah. but it doesn't exist on Disney Plus. And I think over, you know, I don't know that they want credit right? over his they're, dead body. Definitely so trying to bury that yeah. video. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So then, kind of coming soon. Obviously, we've been he- hearing about Marvel TV shows forever. Those are going to be coming exclusively to Disney Plus. Uh, Star Wars TV shows like Mandalorian, but then they're even going to have like. Kenobi, that TV show, that's a real thing that's happening that will be streaming on Disney Plus. Um, a movie, a TV show called Marvel Six One Six, which is kind of digs into the fan culture and you know behind the scenes co- kind of stuff. Right? I, I think partially, and then also like the fan like co- cosplay and like the, oh. the that type of culture. Um, and the Comic Cons, yeah, the Comic Cons and things like that. So I guess yeah, stuff kind of tight wrap up and then kind of finish our our podcast here it's gonna end to talk already (laughs) to to talk more in in generalities but disney plus to me is like you said it 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 kind of kind of falls more in line of like the apple tv plus where it's it's its own content disney does not have to go out it, it creates its own original content but they've been doing that since mickey mouse that's how you're gonna yeah like since I was making musket since, balls since, out of since Mickey was fighting the revolutionary. <laughs> hey, Hulk, you're 
fucking goofy. Huh? Um. Been so, doing that my whole life. So, so they. So they. You familiar. owe it to us to marry someone named Minnie. I, I really oh, do. God, you do. You really do. <laughs> it's gonna be a ninety-year-old woman with that name too. That's the worst part. <laughs> love is who love. Fought, I who, guess you're right. Who fought in the revolution? <laughs> yeah, with <You're> muskets. Yeah. <laughs> um, you settle for a Betsy Ross. <laughs> <laughs> only, only if she's got the original flag. Damn it! I want some value. What? <laughs> Needle point and chill. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Bring us back, Ryan, buddy. And, and Ryan comes in for the win to clean it up. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, so I guess th- that all being said, Disney Plus is a terrific content. I've I've thought about I've thought about canceling it, but then you get the oh, new seasons no. of Mandalorian. You get all these things that are going to come out, and, and it, it, it's that exclusive content really that just brings me back to what Disney Plus is and why I'm so attracted to I it. I might end up picking, and that does not brother. sound as creepy as me saying that I'm attracted to a. Mouse with ears. Oh, there's loving it, and there's loving it, as opposed to a mouse without ears. But Monty, good lord, man, control yourself. Jeez, yeah, we're trying to keep this G rated. <laughs> Have some standards. No NC seventeen or TVMA. Um, You're fucking goofy, huh? <laughs> Sorry, there's that word again. Oh my gosh. So it's too late. That all we're being said. This is this is a weird time in all humans' life, in in the weird time in in the world, right? In the age of COVID, you have things like the Mulan movie being directly put into streaming, where it's a separate category where you pay extra, like a more of a we haven't even covered it pay per view style yeah. of viewing, and. I, I don't think it was very successful. I don't think people reacted well to that. It's actually going to be coming um, on December 4th for free, or not for free, but streaming on the regular Disney+. Plus. So that is going to be happening relatively soon. Um, and so that, you know, kind of brings me to, first of all, and I want to put the future of, of streaming on pause for a second because I kind of that, that teaser of, you know, but I had to tie it into Disney plus and what they did and kind of, they're the first ones to do that. They didn't want to release it to theaters because nobody was going to go to the theaters, right? It's COVID time, right? Yeah. 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 It's COVID time. Um, (laughs) So Corona time, whatever Um, the inherent problem with streaming services, right? And I haven't been keeping track of this like I should have. If you add up all four of these streaming services and what they cost per month. Just these four. Right. You're right at or close to what a cable subscribe. Oh, 125 yeah. bucks a month I pay for Dish. So it's it's this weird. We're, we're entering this weird time in, ter- in terms of media where – Yes, you can pick and choose what you want to watch. Absolutely. And that's the benefit of it, right? I can pay five bucks a month and get this content. But if I want to keep up with the 
Twitter conversations or the water cooler talk on, you know, um, uh, the morning show and Stranger Things mm-hmm. and uh, Handmaid's Tale and The Mandalorian. Those are separate streaming services that I need to pay a Gotta fee go get for them. each of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's smart obviously and it's like this weird balance between like the competition and like more options but clearly these people are out to make money and if i can produce a show that's exclusive to my streaming service i'll get people to buy my streaming service if i just have you know what everybody else has or nothing special nobody's going to it's going to die nobody's going to come and, and but it also goes back to that whole conversation that we had about, you know, I can pay for it. And like for Hulu, I'm going to be completely honest. As soon as the NFL season is over, I'm dropping Hulu, yeah. Hulu TV live because I don't need it. I just want to say I'm just glad Disney's finally making some money. I know they've been struggling. <laughs> right. So it's about time. <laughs> it's a small. Well, you think about it. All of their um, amusement park gets shut down because of COVID and then. That's they just, true, actually. They just lucky Monty right into the idea of having um, a streaming service that everyone wants. Right. I really feel bad for them, Ryan. They just they yeah. just not being able to pay the bills. They found the a way out. to struggle through. Yeah, it's like this lucky Monty moment. <laughs> That's another inside <laughs> joke. <laughs> but, okay, so jumping on to kind of the ex- existential crisis that these, like, programming this these businesses are dealing with i guess the closest thing we can look at is modern radio in that you still have radio that's transmitted for for free across all like car radios and stuff and if you happen to have a radio you still use at home that you can still access and you've got like sirius xm you've got pandora you've got amazon music somehow again regular radio that you don't really pay for beyond listening to ads has managed to exist there's always the potential that that will also happen with these streaming services and like regular air tv now i think cable tv is really going to struggle here and i don't know how much longer they're going to manage to fight against streaming services but i think like air tv still has a chance just like old school yes. radio does. Yes, because it's so, free because I, you can literally go right? and buy the hardware and pick it up. Yeah. Like it it is kind of your unifying thing, but we're also going to see this cultural shift in which um, we're not going to have as many shared experiences across the board. It, we're now very much going to be have a lot of differences as far as well my interests align this way so like I've got Disney Plus and Netflix, but your interests align another way so you've got more like Hulu and Maybe you still got Netflix, who knows? But but maybe you watch more Amazon Prime, right? But then in that way, you're going to be able to also share those different, like, perspectives. So, right. yeah, we might not necessarily have the, like, unifying experiences like we used to have in the 90s. But we might also have more of an appreciation for the wider range that's available out there. So we don't necessarily have to go buy all these options. But we have these conversations with other people that are buying these subscriptions different from us so right. or you just rely on needlepoint no at that point you know? right <laughs> like we have no crystal ball to tell us what it's going to look like but i think that over the next 
for sure over the next five years, we're going to see kind of where the cards lay at the end of all this COVID. It's just so weird. It's hard to even determine where the market's going to end well, up. Well, and I but, think a lot of things yeah. that are happening because of COVID are going to stay in place. We're learning a lot of Probably. things about our society that are going to stick when this is all over. We are. Right? Like, this is the world for introverts that have yes. introverts have been pushing for. Because I'm not going to lie. Like, I've loved it. Right? Like, the, oh, yeah. Like, the video on demand, the fact that Mulan, I didn't have to go to the theater in order to watch it. I 100% paid the <laughs> ridiculous price in order to watch it in my own yeah. home because I was like, guess what? I don't have some weird guy sitting next to me that's looking at my cleavage all night. I really like that's, this. Thank I you. I did it one time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, that's usually Mickey looking <laughs> at me, but. When we're we go on way Wait, different dates. Did than you, you just do, say Andy. you have cleavage? No, I'm saying that you and I go to the movie theaters because we enjoy <laughs> oh, it. Oh, it's okay. the dad Mickey. Come I'm on, we've already established. I'm a degenerate. We already went over that. We already established that all all the men in this conversation are good good guys. Yeah, I'm. I'm you I'm are. Losing I, that I will endorse that. <laughs> Um, no, and I, I totally agree. And I think there's a couple things that I want to, I want to touch on what you were, you know, kind of alluding to is first of all, you know, it, it's a, it's an interesting kind of just to bring it full circle. And we, we tongue in cheek talk about like the revolutionary war and all that other stuff, but look about, look at like the fact that like Ryan's talking about like, Oh, you didn't watch all of the season of, you know, stranger things over the 4th of July weekend. Like you didn't catch up on that compared to like the scene in, I'm just thinking about this in the scene of like the Patriot where they got the mail, maybe, and maybe I I don't know. It's been three or four hours of us talking already. So I'm trying to remember (laughs) what I've already said, but like the scene in the Patriot where the mail came and you were lucky if it came once a month. Right. I mean, but, but think about that. Like, as a society, like the fact that it's so, you know what I mean? Like, like, like they were sitting there and they were excited just to get like a new, a dry newspaper about like the obituaries of who the heck died in Charleston over the last year. Like that was what there was news. And now we're like, you don't know every single detail about yeah, the latest Mandalorian episode. Like yeah. what's wrong with you? And so, <laughs> Just to kind of like, like I said, bring it full circle in terms of like, like where we've come in terms of consuming media. Are you guys okay over there? We're texting. Sorry, I'm reading the text messages. I'm so sorry. The text messages. Is there a texting going on? Fourteen different ways of communication. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Continue, Tom. I'm sorry, Auntie. Um, so, so, anyways, it, it. So, I guess just that all being said, I think that it, it, it's just looking, looking into the future. What do you guys see in terms of, and and I, I think streaming is kind of a very, it's kind of a, a specific thing, but like. In terms of consuming media, the TV is not going anywhere. Clearly, what? How do you see streaming services evolving, or what do you what do you guys see as the future of streaming or watching content? And I, I'm putting you on the spot here. I know, but like, I I think that things like what I talked about with 
what Disney Plus has rolled out with the watch together. I think that could potentially be something, you know, the, the real time. Uh, what do you guys see any other advancements? Like 3D, I mean, that kind of stuff. 3D, start yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think that certain certain kind of you know a la carte type of you know added benefits. Well, even like virtual, like the, the virtual, yeah, that, that headset that we both yeah, have now, Oculus, that, that yep. stuff will start being implemented. I would think. I mean, I've got ideas. I just want to give people a chance to talk. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, anything else that you um, see? terms of future of that future of just where we're going with streaming content just the evolution of it all right for one um different form of media but definitely something that's copying and about to copy what netflix took over is all of the streaming of uh, video game services Mm. yeah and that's a different podcast on its own but just to briefly touch it's you've got um Google Stadia has tried to come out. Microsoft xCloud. Amazon has come out with their own streaming service. Apple Arcade is coming out with their streaming service. So they're trying to bring gaming as a form of kind of the next Netflix. Hmm. And I think that that is just on the start of something that could be very interesting going forward. Okay. I didn't even realize that was like... Well, the virtual gaming, that's where that would come in for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So... Different different podcast, but yeah, um, I think that the idea of streaming content just on demand instead of relying on local hardware is they're looking wherever they can get it. I and as it's going to be crazy, as mm-hmm. bandwidth improves, as yep. you know, bit rates improve, all of those things will enable that. Because right, I mean, you, the early stages of the internet would never have supported a 4k mandalorian episode oh yeah streamed in any type of quality that would be even enjoyable as right. technology more... evolves these will evolve with it right that's one thing that uh local networks have trouble with is i don't even think they have the bandwidth to stream the news even in 4k like hdr to your tv it's something that you can almost only do through internet connected services not just over the air through um an elongated musket ball on the back of your tv <laughs> so <I think> that <laughs> elongated musket ball good band name. <laughs> i can put it together and i can take it apart um so that but then i guess that to piggyback off of that is that where we're going 100 percent so. streamed even cable services even abc nbc like, do we yes. are like when in terms of talking about cutting the cable or cutting the, the dish, the dish? Yeah. Is it is it going to be where we see a AT&T, you know, they already have it, but eventually where it's like you, we're not going to install the physical cable that it takes because we can literally tap into your already existing Internet line. I mean, I think so. You think about the generations coming up. um, They're used to on-demand internet content that they can get from their phone, their tablet, their laptop. It'd be too hard not to change if you're those industries and to try to keep saying, yeah, you've got to get it through a box on your TV because you're going to lose your viewership. They've got to adapt. I think that's the only way we're going. That's yep. a good point. Yeah, I, I, it's something that I never really thought about before, but yeah, I think that 
I think that you're going to see that more and more. I think that your AT&Ts, your, you know, those, those type of traditional direct TV, they're going to, they're going to just transition. They've already, they have those options already, but it's going to be just 100%, you know, instead of, instead of plugging in a coax cable, you're going to plug in an ethernet cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, the back of your, to the back of your TV. Got to figure, yeah. Yeah. So, Abby? I mean, I have to say, I, I agree with Ryan that people, that uh, services are going to go to that online, that on demand platform because, like, right now, Netflix services alone constitute about 15% of the world's internet bandwidth. Like that's the world. That's, that's so insane. we're talking that's a huge amount of internet bandwidth that's being given to this one platform on streaming services. So as far as like others moving their services to that on demand platform, that makes a lot of sense going forward. And especially after COVID times, we're going to have a lot of this social distancing kind of maintain until we get a vaccine. So we're looking at another potentially up to six months. Um, so it, it would make a lot of sense that this is going to be where the market gets driven to. Um, my thoughts as far as like what we're going to see is in addition to things going on demand, um, we're going to see kind of this split off. We kind of mentioned a few times where people are going to have a lot of options. So they're going to pick the ones that they like best. So we're going to get, we're not going to have this like shared. Everybody's watching the same TV show because not everybody's subscribed to this particular service. Right. Uh, so we're going to see like a lot of these split offs and it's going to be a little bit harder to get those like universal reactions to an episode of one kind of TV show. So I think things are going to get a lot more potentially you could call like personalized. Um, I don't know what that means, but I think that's going to be the cultural shift we're going to see going forward. Right. Um, it'll be I think it'll be interesting. I think as long as we can still like talk about the different shows we're watching and maybe, maybe that means like it affects the marketing where instead of having normal like advertising, you start going back to the word of mouth of, Hey, all my friends have Disney plus, but I don't. And now they're all talking about this. Maybe I should get Disney plus too. So I can be in on that conversation. Monty kind of covered that earlier. We might almost like circle back to that word of mouth. Um, advertising becomes really important for these subscriptions so right like i want to watch what my friends are watching so i could be in on their conversation we're a a tribal culture we're a you know we want to be a part of what our friends are doing right yeah we we want to belong that's that's the big thing and and this gives us an opportunity to maybe belong to a different group that we're not necessarily like locally a part of because we do have internet connections we can now connect with people that are in different countries but still that very local physical tribe you're going to want to be able to connect with them so we we might see some changes throughout here where yeah it looks like people go more individualized but they also kind of follow the peer pressure where you're going to see different areas in the country happen to watch a specific subscription service more like the midwest all watches uh hulu Farm and maybe TV. the coast are more right like and more the coast you're more like apple tv and 
and the South is still Netflix strong. Like we might see those kind of trends where just these different areas crop up where, because that word of mouth advertising means people in the area are all going to amass to the same thing. Right. It'll be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, and I just want to, you know, just kind of to close out the podcast if you made it this far thank you <laughs> thank you for hanging on um one of the other things that i just want to kind of add is is just a kind of tidbit so i purchased a um and this is just the weird thing about 2020 i actually purchased a ticket for a live streaming through zoom of a christmas carol at the old vic theater in london that Andrew Lincoln is going to be Andrew Lincoln, you know, walking, walking dead, dead yeah. <laughs> as Scrooge. And it's going to be streamed live through zoom. Like I said, so it is a seven o'clock London time. So I will be watching it at 1 PM Wisconsin time. And it just kind of goes to show how far we have come with technology and everything else. But like as an extension of the whole like streaming service and everything that I'm talking about, like the fact that I can do this, I can watch a legitimate production of something that's literally world class on my TV through my computer. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Like, no time in history has that ever been possible to do something at that magnitude. Like, right? Like, there was previously obstacles where, like, shows sold out, sorry, or you're in the nosebleeds. Right, right. That's cool. Like, you were, you were lucky to even be able to talk to somebody who saw the show. Like, let alone see it live from, yeah. Anyways. That's all I have to say. I've got, you know, I think we, we covered it. I think we covered a few things. Yeah, we've got, we've got, <laughs> I think we've covered a few things. I think we've so. Got a, we did pretty good, guys. Just, we did pretty I good. I want to again thank you. I, I feel bad, but I want to say thank you first to Mickey for sitting through all this. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, uh, Abby. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for Ryan carrying the, for, carrying for the episode for, for and, a and being little a while. part of this. Like, I think it's really good content. I, I got to look at what the, like I said, three or four hours, we had it split into three episodes of two and a half. Uh, well, you could break it down to just them at one right. point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just, uh, Abby and Ryan. Yeah, I don't need like, the, the work ahead of you, Monty. I do not uh, envy you. Yeah, it's, so, um, yeah. It's I want to thank you guys for letting me be a part of the Abby podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you, Abby, for letting us be part of it. Even when we broke I away. Wanna, I want to thank you guys for letting me talk with you. I really enjoy these conversations. I'm sorry I tend to monopolize them, but I really have a lot of fun. I hope you guys had oh, some fun, too. I gotta be honest I with you, I didn't, I didn't even know what a, the Espa Kyber Crystal was until we had that conversation. So, <laughs> so like, like, to be honest, every time, every time we have these conversations, I feel like I'm getting another college credit. So, butt plug. <laughs> Anyway, oh, <laughs> I got a course on those too. If you want it, Monty. Oh, different podcast. Different podcast. <laughs> Monty and Mickey after dark. <laughs> Don't know why I had an inflection at the end yeah. of that. 
Anyway, so so as as you know, uh, Mickey and I have our own sign off, which um, will we will say we will say at the end. If but I, get it right, I will yeah. give you guys each, and I think you've already had your own sign up. But I will give you guys each an opportunity. So, Abby, if you want to go first, and then Ryan, if you want to give your sign off, and then we'll we'll close it out. So, Abby, whenever you're ready. All right. Well, since I'm a medical scientist, wear your masks, people. Wear your masks. Right. Very proper. Once again, um, I'm not built for radio, and I've yeah, I've unprepared <laughs> for the situation. So <laughs> I'm not built for radio. Is a good one right there. <laughs> I'm not built for radio. I've got a face for radio. I've got a radio face. <laughs> 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 Mickey, uh, getting old is mandatory, but growing up is optional. Thanks, guys. <laughs> what kind of creepy person do you have at the end of your show now?